everyone. Welcome to Becoming Divine. My name is Julia Wesley of Divine Realignment. And today I have very special guest Jamie Ong with us. She is a mindset and manifestation coach. And I'm excited to dig into what laws come into play when we're dealing with manifestation. Thank you so much for having me here. I am very excited to share more of the truth of manifestation. Mm. What I really do is teach my uh, manifestation in a more balanced and practical approach. And I think we'll dive into that a little bit more in, in our recording. But I believe that manifestation is really more of a mindset work than spirituality. Though I do love <laughs> the spiritual part of it. But in my experience, it comes with a lot of the limiting beliefs that block us from manifesting. And so what I do is on top of teaching manifestation, it's really going deep into where your limiting beliefs come from and really reprogramming that in our subconscious mind. And in doing all of this, I really just hope that I help women awaken to their higher consciousness, just be aligned with their true self, their true essence. And in doing so, I hope that they really um, live a more intentional and purposeful life. Oh, that's awesome. I'm excited to dig into that because one of the things that always bugs me about manifestation is that there seems to be the way that the universe manifests. And then there seems to be a way that we as like humans or individuals manifest. So it seems if we can get to this this spot of just like ecstatic love and joy, we can manifest the way the universe can. But we're human and we're yeah. individuals and we come with our own instruction manuals and things that are easy for us and aren't. And so it seems as if there has to be more than something than just the law of attraction coming into play. And what I love about your approach is that I, I know that you talk about at least two other laws. You call it the law of duality and the law of conservation of energy. And do you mind talking a little bit about how those laws come into play when we're talking about manifestation? Sure. So when we talk about manifestation, the first law that comes to mind is usually the law of attraction. And a lot of misconception with that law people usually talk about the law of attraction as like attracts like. And so that really just caused me to have a lopsided perspective of, oh, I need to be like happy or aesthetic all the time in order to be in that vibrational match in order to manifest my desires. So that led me to really just an unrealistic perception of mm -hmm. life that in order to manifest my dream life, I need to be in this high vibration all the time, which is, it tends to lead to a crash because we are all humans, like you said, and we are meant to experience the entire spectrum of emotions and whatever not life has to give us. So yeah. I like to talk about the law of duality that comes with this. So the law of duality really just states that we will have to experience both ends, right? From the positive end all the way to the negative end and all everything that's in between. Mm. And so the law of duality and all the universal laws is really just like the law of gravity where we can't escape. We can't tell ourselves that, oh, the law of gravity doesn't work. And so I will try to jump off from my window that's going <laughs> to lead to like dire consequences. So that's not how we want to look at universal laws it's really like a set of rules that mm -hmm. we have to abide by I don't like the word abide but follow yeah it's the structure um, of yeah yeah 
So with the law of duality, the key point is that we don't have to be scared of those challenges or the negative emotions because they are just here to serve us. Like they're here to guide us mm-hmm. to work on something. So. Let's say, for example, that we feel triggered by someone who's doing something, and then you have no idea why it's triggering you. But when we try to escape from that situation, we don't really learn anything, and the universe just keeps throwing to you more and more because it's like you need to learn this, <laughs> you need to learn this. So I'm just gonna throw them to you, and you see the lesson in it. So. My perspective or what I usually like to do is that when I face a certain trigger or a certain fear, I will like journal on it. So I will mm-hmm. reflect and I ask myself like, why am I feeling this way? And when I dig deeper and ask a few more whys, then I will realize that oh, it's because of this certain belief that I have that that is not true. Like it's not a hundred percent true. And how can rewire that for myself? How can I flip that for myself? Or how can I have more compassion for myself? And what can I learn from this situation? So it's really balancing out the perceived negative that we experience, because it's in that balancing where you are trying to find the positive in that negative, where you really learn the lesson, and that's how it serves you and helps you grow. Yeah, and that really seems like that's one of the pitfalls of manifestation is that you think that you can only experience happiness all the time and that if you ever feel something that is sad or maybe you're angry one day, that it's ruined all of your manifestation efforts beforehand and then it makes you afraid to be human and to have that human experience like you were talking about. We are always unconsciously manifesting. Even if we're not consciously manifesting, we're still manifesting the reality around us. And there's no blame or shame in that. We can't blame ourselves for things that we don't know that we're doing. But at the same time, it pays to be aware of this. And it also pays to be aware of the emotions that we're experiencing. And I think it really comes into like making peace with what we're feeling. So then it doesn't necessarily feel like you're swinging from one extreme to the next. You're just, okay, this is where I'm at right now. And it's almost, it's like the difference between a hard landing and skidding out of a landing. Mm -hmm. Like maybe I didn't manifest exactly what I wanted to. Maybe this isn't my happiest moment. But yeah, yeah, and I really think that's probably one of the major like pitfalls of when we're talking about the law of attraction. It's kind Mm -hmm. of shamey. It's kind of blamey. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, And I like when you said getting into that state of making peace with ourselves, because that's really the balance that we want to have. I just recalled a quote that I recently chanced upon, and I just want to share it because it really makes a lot of sense when we talk about gratitude and that feeling of happiness. And I can't remember exactly what it is. Let me try to recall it. So it <laughs> says that You can't feel gratitude from happiness, but you can feel happiness from gratitude. Mm -hmm. And what this really means is that the goal I feel in manifestation is to be in that state of gratitude, no matter where you are at in this journey. Because sometimes as humans, we tend to focus too much on the the end goal. And we're like, oh, when am I going to get there? When is it going to come to me? When in fact, it's already unfolding. And the more we focus on the when is it going to come to me, it's you're focusing on the I am not having it yet. So it's that lack that we are focusing on. Whereas if you can flip that and think about, oh, what are the things that are 
going my way, like even the smallest things, let's say you want to manifest money and you pick up five cents on the floor, that's a way that you can feel grateful for, oh, I'm actually manifesting money no matter how small it is because the vibration of gratitude is universal. It's not like when you're grateful for manifesting $5,000, that's different from the five cents. It's the same and the universe don't see that difference. So yeah, I think practicing gratitude is, is really key in terms of manifestation. Yeah, I would agree because I have a teacher who says that where you are is where you're going. So if you're coming from a place of like despair all the time, mm-hmm. right? Like I spent a lot of time in anxiety and depression and that was exactly where I was headed. And that's what I was manifesting all the time. It took a lot of application, dedication, and energy for me to like apply the brakes. Because mm-hmm. it's not even change directions. If I had immediately tried to change directions into like perfect bliss, then I would have completely gone off the rails. Like I would have been so unmoored. I would have been so ungrounded. And I think yeah. a lot of the times when we're when we think we're manifesting something that we don't want, yeah, I was definitely manifesting something I didn't want. I had to pause for a moment. And I think that's the balance that we're talking about is getting to that moment of being like, okay, center. Mm. What is it? Where am I at? And what is it that I actually want? Because what I'm going to get is what I'm doing right now. And coming from what you were talking earlier about, we're always like goal oriented, focused on where we're going to to be not where we are like you're currently manifesting what are you getting right now are you happy right now and so that I think is the blessing of gratitude is that you can see what do I already have that I already like and then maybe it's you don't have anything you want but maybe I'm grateful for my dreams maybe I'm grateful Mm. for this hope that I will x y or z so I do think I think gratitude is probably talked about a lot in a way that almost seems almost like a buzzword where it's just like mm-hmm. a thing people say now. But I think it's it has good bones. Like the foundations of it are good. Again, sometimes it can be hard to practice gratitude when you're in like such like a negative like state. But I do think that when you're in that negative space, getting to that spot of just pumping the brakes first and then being like, okay, if this is a reality that I am somehow influencing, like where is my influence? Because I think that's another thing about manifestation that we forget is that it's a co-creation. It's not just something that I am doing. I exist inside this matrix with other consciousnesses and then I exist inside the universe, which is going to help. Like I'm not going to pull a Lamborghini out of thin air. Like it has to, like other people had to come and create this Lamborghini the universe might drop it in my driveway if I believe enough (laughs) but (laughs) chances are like it's going to take other people and so do you ever find that comes into play maybe not necessarily tempering expectations but sort of putting them into perspective I I believe that comes into play because like you said it's not just me it's also allowing the universe to bring us the people or the opportunities that are going to push us towards the direction that we want to go. And sometimes I feel like we we get too focused on control, controlling how exactly it's going to happen. Like I want plan A, B, C, D to go <laughs> this exact way in order for me to get to my goals. And I can tell you in my own personal experience, oftentimes it doesn't go that way. Yeah. And 
it's when you're too tunnel visioned, you kind of lose what the alternative plans that the universe have for you. And that might actually be so much better than what you can expect from your current plan that you have, because our human brains, minds, you just can't like make sense of how all these is going to fall into place. And I feel like also it's about the balancing between the structure and leading with the mind and having plans versus mm-hmm. dropping into our own heart space, the intuition. Mm-hmm. What is our intuition telling us to do? Do you feel inspired doing this? And a lot of the times when I am inspired to take that action, it's when it's aligned, even though yeah. I might have plan A, but I'm like, oh no, I feel inspired to do this now. So I'm going to take that action. And that actually puts me leaps and bounds forward than my plan A would. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is that where mindset comes into play? Because I like I understand this completely because I'm someone who loves a plan. But it does take a certain amount of just holding on to what you want the outcome to be. And especially if you have no idea how to get there. I don't know how to get a Lamborghini in my driveway. I keep using the Lamborghini example and I don't (laughs) want a Lamborghini. But just to say, like, I want a Lamborghini in my driveway, but I have no idea how I'm going to get one. And this is, I think, what I was talking about earlier when we're saying that this is a co-creation. Actually saying to the universe, hey, I'm open to a Lamborghini, so the next one you have available, shoot it my way. And that's what creates that space for inspired action. Yeah. Is that when you... uh, allow that that space to open up. The universe drops a little nugget into your head. But I think that this is when like mindset really comes into play because you have to be willing to let go of all of your plans. And is that like a limiting belief in your experience? Yes, it can be. But sometimes it's more of the attachment that we like mm-hmm. to have. And it's so hard to release because we want that thing so much. And my perspective on this is, again, bringing it back to balance. In order to release that emotional or physical attachment that we have with the material, to see both the positive side and the negative side to that specific thing that we want to manifest. So let's say, for example, you want to manifest a Lamborghini. (laughs) So (laughs) the positive it's very easy to think about the positive because you want that. So think about the positive, write that down. And then what I would usually do is that I would also want to acknowledge the negatives that might come with it or the potential challenges that might come with it. So where I'm coming from, maybe, I don't know, your friends might want you to drive it, bring them out, flaunt it, (laughs) and you hate doing that. So that might be a possible negative that might come in the picture when you have a Lamborghini. Another thing might be maybe you need to pay it in bigger installments, right? So oh, that the is insurance would probably kill you. Yeah. <laughs> yes, the insurance would probably kill you as well. So that those are possible negatives or challenges that you might face. Mm-hmm. And once you see the bigger picture of, oh, having a Lamborghini might not be as rainbows and butterflies and unicorns it might not be as rosy there are trade-offs in this world and once you see that it's oh I can live or live without and I'm happy with where I am right now with maybe a Honda that's not too bad either I save money and it's working fine so it brings us back to also that gratitude of being okay with where we are right now but still not losing the fact that I have this dream being ready for that priming yourself for that challenge I feel is key because the universe can't give you what you cannot handle yeah and 
it's seeing that negative is prepping you for the potential big investment or expenses that you might have. Okay, wow. So you said a lot there. So one of the things that I know manifestation gurus do not do is they do not tell you to focus on the negatives of whatever it is that you want. (laughs) That's a game changer. But I do think that what you said about the universe is unable to give you anything that you're unwilling to handle, that's a big one right? Like maybe I want a Lamborghini, but maybe that insurance will literally, maybe that'll do me in. And that's an important thing because when we talk about manifestations failing, a lot of the times the answer is that, oh, you're just not following the formula correctly. Or, oh, you're not thinking positively enough. Or, oh, manifestation's fake. But the idea that maybe the universe is trying to do you a salad and trying to say, hey, yeah, that Lamborghini is just not, you don't have a spot for it right now. And then if the Lamborghini is that big of a deal to you, then you can work on figuring out, like, how do I create space in my energy? How can I create a receivership for this? Mm -hmm. How can I get that? But that's a really great, that's a really great point. Is there some way that you help people, other than just focusing on what the challenges would be, help people understand what it is that they're able to accept? It's more of themselves, like tuning into why they actually want this specific thing. Because I can't dictate whether they are willing to accept things or not, but it's more of creating the awareness of of why exactly they want this specific thing to manifest in their life. What is their intention behind it? And I feel like dropping into that feeling and that point of intention it helps a lot because often we just want things because people are having them and that's why and that's why we want it it's like that shiny object syndrome where oh they have this thing cool I want to have it as well and and that makes me on par with them something like that and what I usually do is that I will ask so why is it that you want this certain thing Mm -hmm. and when they go deeper they realize that oh actually I might not want this (laughs) so much and this might not actually be aligned with where I want to be in life or my values. So that's when they have that realization that this thing that they want to manifest might not come from like their heart space. It's not something that they really want, but it's just a, I want to have it because it's cool. (laughs) Yeah. And I think this is another thing besides why I think the law of attraction is like to one note for when we're talking about manifestation is that when you're not attempting to manifest in alignment with your values, then what are you doing? Like, what's the real reason behind, where's the energy? Where is this coming from? And when you're trying to align with your own values and you're trying to manifest from that space, there's so much more energy behind that than Mm -hmm. if you're just trying to do it to keep up with the Joneses or whatever. I want that Lamborghini because it's going to make me look real cool. But do you actually care do you actually want it or is that like a band-aid on a boo-boo or something? And I think in that case, what you're actually trying to manifest is like a medicine for the pain rather than just the band-aid to it. And so the universe might actually say, I mean, I can give you your Lamborghini, but you're going to lose it real quick and you're going to have to figure out how to deal with that, right? That's your medicine. And I think this is reminding me of 
when people win the lottery, this is so common when people win the lottery and they win like millions of dollars and then like within a, like a year or two, they're completely bankrupt. Like they have no money. And probably because winning millions of dollars wasn't in alignment with their values. I don't even necessarily know if it's because they had so many like money blockages or mindset issues or if it is that it's just like, why did you want a million dollars? Was it just something you were like, oh, I'll just throw my ticket in the hat and see what happens. But yeah, that happens all the time. And I bet it's probably because it's not in alignment with their values. Yeah. And also another point is that when you win that million dollars, sometimes you have to lose it all in order for you to be in that, whoa, that really like low point. And then you realize that, oh my gosh, like the million dollars is actually not what makes me happy. Yeah. And that is what I talked about contrast earlier, where you need that contrast in order to realize what is important in your life. And I just want to share also like a quick experience that I have with regards to manifesting in alignment with my values versus not. And in my own entrepreneurship journey, starting my business, I started it from a mindset of, I want to make more money. I want to make more money. I want to make more money. And money was my motivation. Mm. And then what I realized was that I I kept telling myself early on in the journey that once I make maybe a thousand dollars and I will be happy or once I make my first client, then I will feel like I am capable of doing this. I will feel happier and I will have everything in the world. But really what happened when I made that first one thousand dollars, it felt like nothing. Mm. It just felt like my life was the same and um, that. I needed more, like I wanted more and nothing ever fed that void of feeling happy. And then what I did was that I really had to ask myself, I feel like COVID was, was a great time because I couldn't find a job and money that aspect of money was compromised. Mm -hmm. I I wasn't able to have a stable income and so scared of that, but that really allowed me to think what like, why do I even want that job? What is it in that job that that makes me happy? Am I even happy or fulfilled in that job? And what I realized is that money isn't what makes me happy. It's the learning that makes me happy and the fast-paced environment and the networking and meeting people that makes me happy and the service of being of a service to others and making an impact on someone's life is what makes me happy. And that mm-hmm. is my like value. Moving into this business right now, I really come from a perspective of how can I give value and how can I make an impact to someone else's life, even if it's for free, right? Even if it's like going on a Instagram life and talking about manifestation or just talking to someone on a call and giving them advice through voice messages, just simple acts like this, I feel like it's what brings you into that vibrational alignment, not necessarily focusing on the money, but when you're aligned with your values, aligned with your purpose or intention, that's when the rest of the things will fall into place anyway. Yeah. And I think that you really hit on something big where people think that As soon as I get the money, everything will be fine. And I'm not saying that money definitely doesn't solve some problems, but I think that to use that as a long-term goal, it's like at a certain point, money is just money. When you make enough of it, 
And I do know people who are definitely motivated by money. And I'm not saying that can't be a value. But a lot of the times when you get to the point where you're just accumulating money out of the panic of not having money, what is your actual reasoning then like it's not the money there's a fear under that and you can actually manifest things out of fear that's an energy as well but when we're trying when we're talking about manifesting something that is expansive that makes us grow and helps us be the person that we always wanted to be and live the life that we wanted to live we're talking about coming from this place of like joy and co-creating with the universe and not playing off other people's fears in order to put a band-aid over our own fears. It has a lot to do with a lot of marketing that's out there is to like make people feel a certain kind of way and then they give you money out of their fear so that you can put a stopper on your fear and then it's just everyone's passing a giant bucket of fear around. Oh gosh. <laughs> yeah. And and so that's obviously an unsustainable system. And so eventually that will collapse. And then you're going to have to be like, oh crap. And so when we're talking about like the law of duality, if you're staying at that sort of panicky end of the pool, like eventually you're going to have to figure out how to make your way to the other end of the pool where things are a little gentler, expansive. Mm -hmm. Not some place that you want to hang out, but it's also something that we need to be aware of when we're talking about manifestation. Because again, we're always manifesting. Yeah, and I remember one of my mentors saying that your physical reality is simply a reflection of your innermost dominating thoughts. When we are manifesting from that state of fear, that is our dominating thought of I don't have enough or I am not good enough. And that's why I want all these things to put a band-aid on it and, and right. to build this facade to make us believe that that we are a certain way when we are really not. And when we are stripped off of all those things, I think manifestation is not just about the, oh, I want to manifest this car, my dream car, my dream home, my dream soulmate. It's more of an inner work in my own personal experience because like we said, we can't manifest from that place of lack and that place of fear. And so the first step is really before you want to manifest anything big, it's about looking into yourself. And, and what is it? Why is it that you want to manifest that? And if you have certain blocks, it's actually a really good sign. It's not a bad thing. Like blocks are not a bad thing. It's a really good sign for you to look inwards and to have more awareness around what is it that is blocking you? Is it fear? Is it scarcity? And where did all these beliefs come from? And then work on them. Because blocks do definitely come into play when we're talking about manifestation because is where you think what is possible and what isn't possible. And that that is definitely something because the universe may drop a Lamborghini in your lap, but if you think it couldn't possibly be for you, you're not going to accept it. It's about what can you receive, like you were saying before. And what you can receive has a lot to do with what you think can be for you. So the universe may be trying to drop all of these amazing opportunities in your lap, but you may just keep batting them aside because you're like, that couldn't, no, that couldn't be, that couldn't. Yes. And I think a lot of the times mindset is mainly just opening your eyes to what's already here. And if we're going to go back to gratitude again, well, that's what gratitude does. Is it like it yeah. opens your mind to what is already around me? What is the universe already giving me? What is the universe trying to give me more of? And that's what gratitude does for you is when you see that 
great thing that you already remarked upon to yourself that you loved and the universe is trying to give you more of it, you're like, oh, yes, thank you. Oh my mm. gosh, yes, yes, I love that. Awesome. And so this is what I, I think is really funny about a lot of manifestation techniques with gratitude is they're like, the universe wants you to say yes. You need to tell the universe what you want. And I'm like, do you think the universe doesn't already know what, what you want? <laughs> and so it has nothing to do with you like training the universe. It it's, has everything to do with you training yourself about, mm, yeah. yes, I do want this. Yes, absolutely, I will accept that. You know? And it's not that the universe isn't always trying to give you good things. It's that usually we're just not willing to accept it, no matter what we think. Because I know coming from a place of like depression and anxiety, if you tried to hand me something like light and fluffy and sunshiny, I would have been like, I can't. That couldn't possibly be mine. I have no idea what to do with this. I'm going to have to return to sender. And so that's what a gratitude practice does for you is you recognize that I don't know maybe I do want something soft and cuddly and then the next mm -hmm. time the universe tries to give it to you you can be like all right maybe I'll try holding that we'll see mm -hmm. how it feels and then it's I think yeah. that's mindset yeah that's a really good point because it's all about you right whether you believe you can get that or you can receive that or not and a lot of manifestation gurus talk about this where they say you don't want to lower your standards because then the universe is <laughs> not going to give it to you or you're just like playing small. But it's really a matter of understanding yourself. What do you feel like you can receive right now? Yeah. And if let's say Lamborghini is something that you feel like, oh, I can't receive this right now. It's totally, I can't do this. Then you yeah. won't receive it. And my, like how I deal with this is it's always about getting into that vibrational alignment and what feels good to you. So if Lamborghini is something that you can't accept right now, then what is something good that you feel like you can receive right now? Is it something else? If it's as simple as a, I don't know what else, what kind of cars do you have? Like a Mazda? <laughs> if it's something like a Mazda, then yeah, just put that as your goal or put that as your, what you want to manifest. And it's always that feeling. You need mm -hmm. to believe that you can receive it, that you can actually have that in your life. And once you like trigger that to happen, it just keeps you in that flow of, oh, actually I can do this. I can do this. And then it builds up and it builds up. One day you might have a Lamborghini. And it's not about getting there overnight. It's always about slowly building up that belief that you have. Yeah. Yeah, and again, I just want to say the Lamborghini was just a dumb example. But we're not saying that manifestation should end in a Lamborghini. It's probably <laughs> not a great person to yeah, talk about no, cars. I definitely don't care about cars. But I think a lot of the times manifestation can really be something like, I would really love to manifest a safer mm -hmm. place to live. Or maybe I would really like to manifest a car that doesn't break down every three mm. miles. And so the Lamborghini is probably like a bad example because unless you have like way too many toys already, you probably don't really need to have a Lamborghini. A lot of the times it's just, oh man, I would really love that new book, but it's not in the budget right now. I would really love to manifest that. And if it's like in alignment, you know what? Sometimes I think the universe even throws you fun things because you deserve that too, you know? Oh yeah, I think I want to end off with having fun. <laughs> Like yeah. having fun, it really just shifts my entire perspective because we get so serious sometimes mm -hmm. with life. Like, oh, it has to go this way. I have to get this to be successful. But yeah. I think life is a huge playground. It's for us to experiment, for us to have fun. And when you are having fun, 
it's really when you are becoming a magnet for like yeah. the opportunities, the desires, and you can't even like phantom how it drops sometimes in your lap because you're having so much fun. And yeah, I feel like that is one of the key lessons I've learned as well is just to have fun in life. Oh yeah, absolutely. Fun. I feel like that's a really great thing to end on because mm-hmm. you should always be having fun. If we're going to be talking about the language of the universe, like it's definitely fun. Like the universe is having fun with us through creation, with just the universe itself. That's why we're all having this. Like the universe is playing and trying to explore and to have fun. And so if you're having fun as well, you're speaking the same language. And I think whenever the universe recognizes that someone is like consciously trying to play with the universe, the universe gets so excited. And it's like, (laughs) exactly. And I don't necessarily think it's probably give so much as it's like, this person's ready. This person will take it. And I think that when you are willing to play with the universe, and be in that co-creative process then I think life gets real cool it does you know? yeah it, it's crazy how quickly the universe responds when you play sometimes I'm like oh let me see maybe a yellow bird or something and <laughs> I really do see that I'm like oh my goodness this is not a <laughs> coincidence yeah it's just having fun (laughs) exactly exactly it's just having fun i love that conversation jamie thank you so much do you want to tell everyone how they can find you and work oh yeah sure so i am most active on instagram so that is at the dot white walls on instagram i am really active there a bunch of content if you want to see more of my life as well as valuable content about manifestation mindset that's where you want to go i also do have a podcast which julia was on and that is the white walls podcast that is both on um, spotify as well as apple's podcast and if really you want to work with me in any programs do the manifestation course that i have all the information will really be in on my instagram account so that is really where you can find most of what I do and how you can work with me so those would be the two perfect thank you so much Jamie I love this conversation and everybody check Jamie out her podcast is really cool I was on and I was talking about the ego and intuition and we had a great conversation then so check that out as well and I think that's it we'll see you next time everyone bye